It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The NFL versus the Washington Commanders Part 2. This time it's about a patch. Social media Chris Russell and a listener react to my Jameis Winston proposal and one of the big-name quarterbacks takes one step further away from any chance he lands in Washington this offseason. All of this right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen every single day. I am David Harrison, covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and my co-host Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not here or there, we are on Twitter, at DHarrison82, at Russellmania621, and at LO. Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Getting started on this end of week episode with yet another gaffe by the Washington Commanders because this organization, Chris, can't even get its own history annotated correctly. Yeah, shocking, right? Um, Where do we begin? Well, let's start with this. What you're talking about, and we've touched on this, but maybe we haven't spent enough time on it, is the crest, the shield that the team unveiled on 2-2-22. And everybody knew, David, and we've, again, mentioned this, that there were problems or that there was something weird with the way they listed the championship years, um, you know, during the Super Bowl era. When the 1991 Washington Redskins are discussed, that's the team that won the Super Bowl. Right. They won it in 1992. I think everybody knows that right now. So they put it on the crest the new shield as 1992, the year in which they won. Therefore, the 1987 Washington Redskins became 88 and so on and so forth. And everybody knows the deal. Yet they kept the actual years that they won the NFL championship, the first two on the, so there was no symmetry, if you will. So what happens right here is fans go bananas and media starts asking questions and what happens is they say, well, yeah, we're willing to change it. Uh, if, if that's a problem, we'll change it. No problem. So they go and change it. And they put, instead of the 1991, they put the Roman numerals for the Super Bowl. Yeah. The problem is they don't check with anybody. Uh, they don't check with the NFL. And Nobody exactly asked for the Roman numerals. They asked for the proper year of accreditation, how we commonly refer to the teams, and and listing it that way. They chose to list the Roman numerals. And then the NFL, according to Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times-Dispatch, who has rights to all changes to logos and team identities, have to be presented to the NFL for league approval. The NFL declined Washington's request. So they changed it, David, either without asking or 
after they were denied, they said, ah, you, we're going to change it anyway. How about that? How, how do you like them apples? Uh, it's just, I mean, this is, this is at least laughable. You know what I mean? Like nobody gets hurt in this whole thing. It's just their reputation and their pride uh, that gets injured in this whole thing. But I mean, it's just, you know, I, I've said the word quality assurance, quality control. I've said those words about this franchise so many times in just a little over a year uh, that I've been doing this here on, on the, on the podcast network. So, I mean, it's just, it's laughable. And, and again, if you're going to be the Washington commanders, Adopt the mentality of a commander. Adapt, adopt that military precision. Like there are a lot of things, Chris. Like there, there's a there's a popular meme that goes around, right? It's it's one of the ones that's got like two faces up, and it's like you know a civilian when they hear military grade and they're super excited and happy, and a soldier when they hear military grade is like uh, you know stay away from that. And that and that's kind of true. Like some of the some of the impressions that people have of the military just aren't completely accurate. Sometimes I think that's every walk of life. You know what I mean? But a commander. Like a mistake like that could get a commander fired. Like, like to be completely honest, like if a if a unit commander were to put on some sort of event or just you know design a logo or a crest for something for a unit and go and use a part of history inaccurately or use something that they didn't have the rights to use or the permission to use that they need it for, like a commander could actually get fired for something like that. Like, and and I, and I speak from experience. Like I myself, as as a senior NCO in the military, have designed unit logos and and emblems for units every single time you do it before you publish it produce it do anything with it other than create it you get approval from your higher command and in this sense that would be the national football league like this ain't rocket science i don't have a master's degree in, in something super fancy chris this is not that difficult and the fact that this team continuously steps on their own feet with simple things uh it's 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 painful but again this time at least we can laugh about it I like the way you put that, though, and and you always obviously have that spin from your personal experience, yeah. but you're absolutely right. I, I mean, there's a chain of command, right? Yeah. Or yeah. there's a procedure. If you don't follow standard operating procedure, chain of yes. command, whatever, yes. you're screwed. You're done. Mm-hmm. Even if you're right, you're, you're probably not right. Um, one other thing that I'll add. So according to John Kahn of ESPN, apparently the NFL – said, yeah, you can't use the Roman numerals, which they used because that's intellectual property. But if they would have changed it from 92 to 91, 88 to 87, that would have been no problem. So now they're probably going to do that. Right. But you went through an absolute booby trap of embarrassment and just stuck in molasses as usual. And you made a complete full of yourself again. And once again, David, for the fourth time in a week, the NFL had to say, you're idiots. You're dumb. (laughs) You're wrong. Go kick rocks, whatever you want to say. I mean, how many times? So you say we can laugh and you're right. It's funny. Ha, 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 ha. Once again, the laughing stock of the NFL. It's probably not funny to Raj and the boys. No, and it, it it shouldn't be, and it's it's pain. And you know, we get a lot of calls and tweets and everything else from diehard fans that have been fans of this team for decades, and and it's painful. Like you know, and, and these organizations, I don't know how much they really care, but you know, when we're laughing at, at the organization for doing stuff like that, opposing fan bases are laughing at them too. And these guys got to go to work. You know what I mean? They got to go to social events. They got to go to family events with opposing team fans uh, in their own family. And this is the stuff that's going to come up. Like you're standing there at the barbecue, trying to enjoy a good Saturday afternoon. Uh, and, and hopefully in warmer weather than than we've had recently. 
and you're getting ragged on because your team can't even get the years they won their own championships correct on a on a crest that they designed. I mean, it's it, it's just ridiculous. But you know what, Chris? Even if Washington can't get out of, can't get out of its own way and, and can't do things right, at least our listeners and us honestly can still do things right, especially when it comes to sports betting in 2022, because football may be over this season, but basketball is in full steam. Both pro and college hoops are fully going. All the latest odds, totals, player performance props, and where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net has all that in the number one spot for your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right down to Olympic coverage and information. And NFL draft prop bets are coming. Future NFL bets are already open on the site. Head to the head to that website today on your computer or your mobile device. Learn more about the trends and the action going on at Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day, Commanders fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Commanders podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Again, make sure you follow the podcast at LO Commanders on Twitter. David at DHarrison82. Me at WrestleMania621. So on the Russell and Medhurst show, which uh, I might know the co-host of uh, that show, on Wednesday on the Team 980, we... Um, Held the conversation, David, um, and I know you addressed it on the last uh, episode, but we'll take it a little bit step forward. Of which of the following options would be the best at quarterback in 2022 if it came down to this? Carson Wentz, currently under contract with the Indianapolis Colts. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, currently under contract with the San Francisco 49ers. And Mitch Trubisky, a free agent with the Buffalo Bills. Just those three guys. Um and both Pete and I, and David, you uh, also agree that Trubisky is the best option of the three, and presumably it's because he doesn't cost you any compensation. Right. However, you added Jameis Winston as a fourth option to the mix on this particular podcast, the Locked On Commanders podcast, and you also got some support on Twitter uh, for that idea. Um, before we get to a voicemail, I just wanted to add about Jameis. Like, I would be intrigued, and I think Ron is intrigued. I think Ron, you know, like really likes his arm strength. I What I don't know is, A, medically where he's at, yeah. and B, he was never the most mobile guy anyway. Does this knee injury to Jameis Winston, David, compromise him even more and make him more of a sitting duck? And then, oh, by the way, does he lose anything on that golden arm because he's kind of dealing with a rehabbing knee? So there, those are the questions that I have about Jameis Winston, in addition to everything else we know about Jameis. But you covered him. You know him better. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I definitely covered him for, you know, all but two years of his career so far. And, uh, you know, 
the the thing about Jameis Winston, and I like that you brought up his mobility because while he's never going to be a Patrick Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson type of quarterback, right. he is actually he is very deceptively mobile. Like he can uh, make some things happen with his with his legs every once in a while. Now the ACL injury again, like you said, that's going to be a big question mark in today's world with all the medical advancements and surgeries and rehab procedures and all that stuff. You know, ACL injuries are not what they used to be. I mean, at one point in time, they were basically career killers. Now we see people, you know, time and time again. Uh, come back from ACL injuries and, and almost look like they never uh, had an injury. You, know, you look at Joe Burrow, for example, he came back from his uh, and looked like almost a, he looked at like a better quarterback, to be honest with you, which is, you know, uh, tantamount to the the experience that he has. But for Jameis, I'm not so much worried about the, the medicals because uh, I think before, you know, any team goes to talk to him about a contract, even the New Orleans Saints, before they talk to him uh, about coming back to the squad, they're going to want to check the medicals. They're going to want to have their doctors, uh, check him out and, and do a thorough workup. And he something that Jameis is very good at and has always been very good at, even when people make fun of him for it, is sharing his workouts. So mm-hmm. his ACL rehab has been very well annotated. And I mean, you can't tell everything, obviously, from an Instagram post, right? But if you're a doctor who does this, then you can kind of look at what he's doing, how he's doing it, the mm-hmm. tense, you know, the, the strength of the bands that he's using in some of his exercises, and kind of get an idea of, of how that rehab is going. And Another thing Jameis has always been really good at is controlling what he puts out. Now, again, he doesn't always control the reaction, but he always controls what he puts out. He wouldn't be putting this stuff out there unless he thought it was going to make people happy, right? That's basically how I'm going to put it. So putting two and two together, I'm going to say his his rehab uh, is going pretty well. Jameis is a quarterback, and and shout out to to Teresh from Tegna, from our our, our parent company, uh, mentioned on Twitter that I have said that James Winston is is a type of quarterback that you need to play from ahead with. The thing about Jameis, and, and I stand by that, but a little bit more than a Taylor Heineke, a little bit more than what we've seen from a Mitchell sure. Trubisky, more than Jimmy G, more than definitely more than Carson Wentz. Jameis Winston, as much as he is, he's he's definitely better playing from ahead. Who isn't? But, you know, more so he needs to be ahead than a lot of other quarterbacks there. He's not Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes level of comeback ability, but he does have comeback ability. The problem we've seen with Jameis in, in the early part of his career is usually – He's the reason the team needs to come back. That's what we saw with Taylor a little bit in 2021. Right. You don't want that. You don't want a quarterback that can bring you back from the depths that he puts you in in the first place. Like that's that's bad juju all around. So the reason I have more confidence now is looking at what he's done with the Saints. He was turning into a quarterback or looking like a quarterback. He had over 100 QBR through his injury. For the, it would have been the first time in his career that he finished with a with QBR for a season over 100. And the quarter, the touchdown to interception ratio, like nothing we've ever seen. That Jameis Winston has some comeback ability, still obviously better from from ahead, but won't put you in the hole the way that he used to anyway uh, back in his early days with the Buccaneers. All right, uh, that is David's uh, thoughts on Jameis Winston, <laughs> mine. But we also heard from a Commanders fan, yes. David, another David. So why don't we cue that up as well? Hey guys, this is Andrew up in Pittsburgh. Uh been a DC fan for my entire life. I had some questions about it this offseason with all the shenanigans. But anyway, uh, responding to your question about the uh, your challenge, I guess, about the Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Jimmy G thing, uh, I think I'm pretty much aligned. Uh, Carson Wentz just doesn't have it for me. He's kind of a baby. Uh, he curls up, kind of implodes, gets in his own head, plays hero ball. It's no good. Uh, Jimmy G, I think he's better than his statistics show. He did what was asked of him. 
And he played the last two games of the regular season with a torn thumb. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's been to the NFC Championship. Uh, so I, I like him, but I agree that San Francisco needs to get rid of him a lot more than we need to take him. So, you know, offering more than a pair of thirds probably is not a great idea. Uh, I agree it would be insane of the first-round pick, the number 11 overall. And then for Mitch Trubisky, I don't think he really excites me that much, but the cost of acquisition is low. So does he have the upside? Does he have the physical characteristics to improve when he's coached well? You know, did he improve in Buffalo? Uh, they had Dayball there. Dayball worked a lot with Josh Allen. Josh Allen had to fix mechanics, footwork, all that stuff. You know, he wasn't a refined product. So you hope some of that rubbed off. You hope he was watching, paying attention. And you could probably get him for like $8 million. So, uh, you know, he's looking to get his foot back in the door for a starter job, too. So it could uh, benefit both sides. I would prefer to see him versus Heineke in camp uh, and let the best man win. And then, you know, the other thing to think about is this this draft quarterback class is terrible. So, I, not terrible, but they're not good. They're, they're going to be a low-level starter quality at best. So, let's just keep building the team. And then set our sights on 2023 if Trubisky doesn't work out or Heineke doesn't work out again. Uh, that's, that's the way I would go. All right, guys. Thanks. Love your pod. All right, Andrew. I appreciate the uh, voicemail. Very well thought. And I, I screwed up. I'll, I'll raise my hand here. I called him David. I was ref- I meant to. Your David's on my mind. You're David. Not- <laughs> that's Andrew. Dum dum. No, it's all good. Yeah, Andrew. I mean, great voicemail. I mean, I like Very the, the expansion of, of the conversation. That's 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 great stuff. And, and I, I like even more that you agree with us, right? Carson Wentz is dead last. Right. I mean, again, like Chris, I want to say Carson Wentz. Are we missing something on Wentz though? I, I, no. I mean, I've never no. been a fan of Wentz, even when like I, I don't want to say when he was carving up the NFL. Of course, uh, he's good, but but like after like to me, I don't think he's durable. Even though no. he played all of this year, he wasn't very good this year, but no. yay, he was durable. Now it's a combination of can he be durable and can he be good? That's a no. double killer. Yeah, and he's he's mentally weak. Like at the end of the day, he's a mentally weak quarterback. He's shown that, he's demonstrated that look. And I said it on the episode yesterday, like Coach Wright wanted him, right? Coach Wright is the guy who got the best out of him in Philly, wanted him right. in Indianapolis. Now he doesn't want like after one year, he doesn't want him anymore. That says something uh, about mm-hmm. a guy. So uh, again, to me, Carson Wentz is poison. Um, Jimmy G second, again, you know, for every reason that you said that I've said uh, that Andrew just said, and then Mitch Trubisky really just has a high upside, but you talk about the draft class. And I think that, you know, this draft class has a lot of quarterbacks that have very good ceilings, right? And I think that's, that's kind of the important factor, but they've also got potentially very low floors. And then I think the the second problem with this draft class is you look at the guy that has the highest floor in Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. He also has potentially the least amount of room left till he hits his ceiling. Like he's pretty right. much the, the, the view on him is that he's basically the quarterback he's going to be, which is I, I like the best I would probably give it is like Jay Cutler. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he can do some things, but he's never going to elevate your team. Malik Willis, who has the highest ceiling, arguably. Right also has the lowest floor out of the top quarterbacks in this class. So, I mean, it's just it's just a very, like, nobody this year, like five years from now, one of these quarterbacks may be a Pro Bowl or all-pro caliber quarterback, and someone's going to go back and say, ha, see, I got it right. But at the end of the day, this class is such a question mark. Like, there are so many variables 
that are going to play into whether or not these quarterbacks are successful, that unless you are absolutely certain this guy is a fit for what you're doing and that you have enough time to get the best out of him, you need to avoid him. No doubt about it. Well said. All right, guys, with as frustrating as it can be to be a fan of the Washington Commanders, and trust me, it's frustrating to be a fan. It's frustrating to be media. It's frustrating to see all the carnage. You know what? One thing, one thing, there's only one thing that'll make it better. No, not a new owner, a built bar. You knew where I was going with this. Uh, and you know that, like, as you deal with your frustration, you might want to eat something that's bad for you. But how about if you can deal with your frustration by eating something that's good for you? And how about if we not only tell you about a built bar, but also built puffs? That's right. Built Puffs, first ever protein-infused marshmallow. If your kids love marshmallows, they're going to love Built Puffs, and you're going to love them too. Fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, yummy cinnamony churro, all for you. And again, 100% covered in chocolate, low-calorie, high-protein. Replace the candy bars, guys, with these. They're better for you. They're better for your kids. They're better for everyone. Go to Built.com, and you can get whatever you want in the Built family, Built Bars or the Built Bar Puffs. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. One more segment here to wrap up the week at the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter. At DHarrison82 at Russellmania621. The show at LO Commanders. Find everything else we're doing. You can find me over at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Find Chris on the Team 980 Monday through Friday or anytime on the Odyssey app. And look, guys, here at the Locked On Commanders podcast, we have cooled significantly on the Aaron Rodgers to Washington potential. And reports have been coming out that the quarterback and the Green Bay Packers are really happy with each other as of right now. They were having some exit strategy conversations there at the end of the regular season talking about the future. Well, the already slim chances, Chris, that A-Rod is headed to the Commanders got even slimmer, like never say never type of situation, but they're pretty close to never uh, because the Packers are hiring Tom Clements as their quarterback coach. Now, Chris, for those who maybe don't understand the significance of that, why is that important and why would that possibly impact Aaron Rodgers wanting to stay in Green Bay? All right, so you lose Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, and basically your day-to-day guy, along with Matt LaFleur, you lose Nathaniel Hackett to become the head coach of the Denver Broncos, right? And obviously that was one of the top mentions before Nathaniel Hackett went there, and then he goes there. But 
If you bring back Tom Clements, a guy who was on Mike McCarthy's Green Bay coaching staff, a guy who called plays, a guy who lost some of his juice in terms of calling plays when there were some struggles, but a guy that Aaron Rodgers got along with, according to NFL insiders, David, very, very well. Remember, he had friction with McCarthy. He did not apparently have friction with Clements. If you bring him back to be your quarterback coach and obviously to help Matt LaFleur in terms of game planning, uh, LaFleur will obviously call the plays. If you have that, now you have two guys that Aaron Rodgers implicitly wants to work with. And you bring in a guy that knows what Aaron is all about. You're not bringing in some dude that doesn't know what makes Aaron tick. So again, it seems like one more step in the right direction for what Green Bay wants to do, which is to extend presumably Aaron Rodgers to lower his cap number. Maybe they can bring back Devontae Adams. Maybe they can't. Who knows? But they have made it very clear they want Aaron Rodgers back. They're doing everything we think, we think right now, that you can possibly do in order to do that. Uh, We'll see how it goes from there. But I don't think this should rule out Ron Rivera for making a phone call or Marty Herney or whoever. you got to make the phone call just to see what it would cost. Yeah, I mean, we talk about due diligence and we talk about, you know, attention to detail across the organization. Same thing goes with coaches, GMs, and these roster decisions. You know, even though it looks like Aaron Rodgers probably is no longer looking to leave the Green Bay Packers, even though it looks like he's happy once again, you still make the phone call. You still ask the question. I always say, I have the saying, you can't get a yes unless you ask a question. You can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket, right? So go out there, throw a dollar out there, see if you get a lottery win. If you don't, at least you know it never was going to happen in the first place. If you do, I mean, you have a future Hall of Fame quarterback on your hands for a couple of years. That helps. All right. One last thing uh, that will hit um, real quickly. Jay Gruden interviewed for the New Orleans Saints offensive coordinator position. They chose to stay in-house with Pete Carmichael. So congratulations uh, to him under Dennis Allen. That's going to make uh, it. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us right here, I should say, on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Once again, thanks for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q, expert betting advice from Lee Sterling. It's free and available just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. We'll be back next week. Actually, I'm going to take a couple of days off. David's going to be flying solo, and then we'll get back together before the end of the week leading into the combine. We've got lots of draft free agency coverage ahead. Don't you dare go anywhere. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577, just like Andrew in Pittsburgh did. Or you can email locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com, locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com. For David Harrison, who is again covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation. And available on Twitter at dharrison82. Up Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Ned Hurst show on the flagship station for the Washington Commanders, the Team 980. Uh, if you are out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you again for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.